0: Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, leadership, and social issues. We want to engage in ideas and what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, please visit our website, philipfletcher.org, and now the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on everybody? Dr. Philip Fletcher. So it is the month of May and I am taking a hiatus. So next couple of weeks, you will be hearing some of my most listened to episodes of 2022. As I take time for some reflection, uh, just working on my own mental health and rest and all those good things. And I will... Uh, be back with new content in June. So uh, enjoy these episodes that will be released every Monday. And I will be back in June with new episodes of Daily Personalist Living and Leading. Hey, remember to be love, kind, and generous, and courageous, and continue to live in hope. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to... Humanity Matters Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Philip Fletcher, where we discuss and reflect on faith, philosophy, leadership, and social issues. We'll engage with ideas on what it means to be a free human being and flourish in this society. I appreciate a follow on any of the social media. Please subscribe to this podcast and give it a review. I would appreciate it very much. And so, whether that's on Anchor, or on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. I would appreciate it very much. Find me on YouTube. Just look up Dr. Philip Fletcher and subscribe to that channel. I'm trying to get 200 subscribers, so help a brother out. And also, go over to my website, philipfletcher.org. That's Philip with two L's. As you scroll down their landing page, you'll see a picture Uh, of me. And just right above that, you see an opportunity for you to put in your name and email address and you will receive a weekly email called Personalist Living and Leading. That's an opportunity for me just to share my heart with you, offer some reflective questions for your week. And so whether you like to journal or walk or run, just something for you to think about on what it means to be a human being made in the image and likeness of God who has absolute dignity and worth and what that means in relationship to your living and your leading daily. So that's the title, Personalist Living and Leading. So just find that opportunity by going to the website philipfletcher.org, philipfletcher.org, and there's your opportunity, put in your name and email. So I've been going through Aldous Huxley's Brave New World Revisited, which an essay he wrote in 1958 uh, reflecting on his seminal book, Brave New World. Uh, If you have not read A Brave New World, I would greatly, strongly encourage you to pick that book up and read it. It's similar but different than 1984. You're familiar with Uh, that book and the author escapes me right now it'll come to me Uh, but they're similar and in some ways they're different I love Brave New World Uh, looking at Bernard and The Savage and The Ford and New London and everything that took place Soma all of that good stuff or bad stuff and I've been stuck on the essays, and so in some previous podcasts that you can find uh, in the episode list, I have reflected on uh, this question that Mr. Huxley had proposed in his essays regarding over-organization, over-population, and mass communication, and how we as individuals could essentially be a guard for our integrity and value as human individuals, because he observed that over-organization, over and mass communications, those could actually be a threat to human dignity and worth. So I'm finding a lot of value in his essays, especially after completing the book, uh, Brave New World, which again, I just strongly encourage. So, um, This follow-up essay, I believe it can offer us some opportunities to diagnose and develop responses to what is going on in our society and world today. Now, I'm a hopeful guy. I believe hope over fear, freedom is non-negotiable, but I also have to recognize there are just some things that are going on in our society and in our world that need to be diagnosed and we need to figure out how to address these concerns. Reality is there are some small groups, individuals who have what they perceive to be collective power. And they are influencing our individual lives. Now, history has demonstrated in our own nation and in other nations across the globe when small groups exercise power over large groups of people, the majority can face very adverse consequences. So one of the phenomenon I think we must pay attention to as human beings and in the most important effort of guarding our integrity and value as human beings is the phenomenon of what I want to call or you're familiar with keeping up with the Joneses keeping up with the Joneses. Now, commonly this phrase is used in relationship to maintaining like a social standing or economic standing with a couple who would be considered the, the prototypes or the models of success. So there is this explicit and more often uh, implicit social pressure to keep up with the express standards. So big house, got to get a big house. Great car, got to get that car. Join the, the exclusive clubs, got to try to be a part of that club, have that particular jobs, keeping up with the Joneses so that one or many could continue to participate in, if you will, the social, economic, and political life. So I want to apply that phenomenon to what can occur within our society when the quote-unquote powers that be seek to move the entire society to maintain a particular view of that society, adopt a belief which supports the existing power, right? And they also seek to dissuade any adherence to a counter view or belief. So, for the sake of our discussion, the Joneses are the political, social, and economic elites. All right. In fact, I will even add the religious elites. These are groups who are working in tandem with one another to to leverage the power that they have, but also consolidate more power, taking power away from individuals and bringing it into That particular group, whether it's a political, social, economic, or religious elite, to maintain the existing situation or create a situation which will be to the benefit of the group. But in order for the consolidation of more power, so again, taking power, influence away from individuals for individuals to determine their course of life and how they're going to think and question and view things and take that power away from individuals and take it to the, the small group. All right. Huxley, Aldous Huxley identifies the necessity of, and I'm quoting a convert who will work for the cause close quote. So the convert, so we define who the Joneses are. So who's the convert? The convert is that individual or individuals who through some means have been included into the paradigm of the Joneses. But here's the difference. The convert is not part of the elite. The converts are just a means to the Joneses' end, which is what? The consolidation of more power. Hey, this is Philip Fletcher with Humanity Matters podcast. Thank you for joining me. Hey, subscribe to the newsletter. Go on to the website, philipfletcher.org, philipfletcher.org. So we're talking about um, keeping up with the Joneses, reflecting on Aldous Huxley's essay written in 1958, A Brave New World Revisited. So how is one made a convert, right? So if you... If you think about a religious perspective, you have those who believe and those who do not believe. And that when an unbeliever comes to uh, a knowledge of assent regarding particular beliefs and customs of that religious group, they go through a process and they become a convert, right? So how is one made a convert? Huxley identifies it's not necessarily the information being communicated that's important, but how the information is communicated. So there's not a lot of emphasis necessarily on the knowledge and what's being communicated, but the creativity, the mm, approaches to get that information out, to move a unbeliever, if you will, into a convert. So one of the most effective means of communication is through the use of melody, music, humming. Like, think about ABCs. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. All right? Like, when I taught my children the Greek alphabet and they learned the books of the Old Testament and the New Testament, we used a musical framework similar to what? was used for someone to learn their ABCs. And my kids learned the Greek alphabet They learn the books of the Bible. Now, in our social media age, the use of images combined with music and slick editing filters can now be a means of quote-unquote teaching to move the unconverted to be the converted. And then we can look at, to a lesser degree, the use of influential figures such as musicians or actors who can aid in moving that unconverted, that outlier, that unbeliever, that um, unadherent, right, to the position of a convert, to an adherent. But again, the emphasis is not necessarily on the knowledge. It's it's the, the marketing, if you will. So... We must pay careful attention to the information being communicated. We got to look past the slickness. We got to look past, oh, my favorite actor or musician is talking about this particular thing that the uh, quote unquote powerful want us to fall in line with. We have to listen to what is being said. So we must look past that flashiness, that attractiveness and discover what the information is being communicated. And then we got to ask ourselves, what am I to do with that information? So Aldous Huxley identifies that when the individual becomes a convert. And by implication becomes part of the us. Versus the them culture, the convert experiences a form of depersonalization. The convert loses a part of him or herself. So no longer is he or she known for his or her uniqueness, his or her remarkability, their unique skills and talents in ways that they see the world. But now he or she is part of the group, the collective, a group defined by a smaller group. So Huxley states, and I'm quoting, they are the new men, recreated in the image of their God and totally dedicated to his service. Close quote. So re- reflect on this statement for a moment. In order to keep up with the Joneses, to continue to be an active, participant in what is supposed to be considered a quote unquote free society, one needs to submit his or her individual character and quality and uniqueness as a divine image bearer, and it has to be submitted to the image of the collective, to the Joneses. And so the opportunity to express oneself independently, to think freely, and to question, it's been subverted for the cause of the Joneses. Confucius once said, the man who asks a question is a fool for a minute. The man who does not ask is a fool for life. So we must pay attention to what is being communicated and we must pay attention to who benefits for what from what is being communicated. So what questions can we ask? Because we don't want to be fools for a lifetime. Well, we can ask, what do I lose about myself by aligning with this particular knowledge that is hidden behind slick images, music, being communicated by a famous actor or musician. A second question we can ask is, what do I lose if I do not align with this particular knowledge? Again, what are we here to discuss? We are here to discuss ideas related to free human beings in their flourishing and to engage with those ideas that seek to, as Huxley said, be a threat to the integrity and value of the dignity and worth of human beings. So next time we'll look at how the Joneses, these elite social, economic, political, religious, religious, can use emotional and physical deficits to create converts. And finally, let's hear a word from our sponsor and I will catch y'all on the flip side. Hey, if you found something of value, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Find us on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Find us on Twitter at Phil Fletcher. And as always, visit us on the website philipfletcher.org.